Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee faithfully served the Lord for more than seven decades, co-laboring with Watchman Nee in China in the first half of the 20th century, before continuing his ministry in Taiwan, later in America, and eventually over the entire earth. He spoke these weekly Life Study messages before thousands of people, and much of his speaking has been published as over 400 titles. These life studies are perhaps his most significant work, taking 21 years for him to complete, and we're happy today to be able to bring you selected portions from those messages. If you'd like to find out more about his ministry, about the life studies themselves, and Living Stream Ministry, please visit our website, lsm.org. Now let's join today's program. The offerings that were made in the tabernacle and later the temple were a very important aspect of the Jewish religion of the Old Testament. But Christ, as the real Lamb of God and as the real bread of life, fulfills all of these offerings in full. As the Lamb, He's the genuine burnt offering. And as the bread of life, He's the real meal offering to be enjoyed by both God and man. Don't miss the wonderful picture of our precious Lord Jesus from the pages of Leviticus in today's Life Study. Joining us once again is Dick Taylor. Dick, I'm excited about this program today. Yeah, me too, Chris. Let's get into it. When John the Baptist uttered this famous phrase, Dick, in the Gospel of John, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, that established forever that Christ is the fulfillment of the Old Testament offerings. So as New Testament believers, we really need to understand, at least to some degree, these types, these offerings that were shown to us in Leviticus, if we want to gain a full knowledge of Christ, as Paul exhorts us to do, don't we? We surely do, Chris, because uh, the offerings in the Old Testament have such fine details that you don't really see in the New Testament. You just see Jesus Christ himself, his living, which is precious, but these details which show us the types and figures of Christ in a fine way, really cause us to appreciate Christ to the uttermost. For example, one of the offerings we'll touch today is the meal offering. Right. Just fine flour mingled with oil. When you get into the meaning and significance of this offering, you realize, wow, what a Christ we have. He was so fine, he's so even, so balanced, so perfect. And uh, his humanity was just full of divinity and expressing God, and he lived in resurrection. We'll see this as the program goes on. You need the details of these offerings to really, really appreciate Christ. And again, let me point out, we have on a few occasions already, we're not here to do a Bible study in a traditional sense, just to learn in a way of gaining knowledge about these types and all of the things that are shown in Leviticus. But it's focusing on Christ and seeing him as the reality and the fulfillment of all of these types and pictures that really is the substance of this life study, isn't it? That's true. And not only seeing him, but so that he can practically, subjectively be our experience and our enjoyment in our daily life. Well, Dick, we have um, had quite a number of programs now dealing with the first of the offerings in Leviticus, which is the burnt offering. Today, we'll begin by a little comparison of the burnt offering and this second one, which you mentioned a minute ago, the meal offering. And the comparison is very important here, and I think uh, very interesting to our listeners. So I hope we all stay tuned. Here's Witness Lee. 
in the uh, burn offering, the main thing we could see is the blood. And now in meal offering, the main thing we could see is the oil and the frankincense. The oil is for mingling, for anointing. And the frankincense is just for outpouring upon the very meal offering. Now, you have to see the uh, burnt offering is for propitiation. Here, blood is needed. It is so clear that only the animals are qualified to be the burnt offering. A bull is out of the herd. A goat or a sheep is out of the flock. And these are animals. And the birds, turtle doves. Pigeons, these are also animals, they have blood. The animal life in the biblical sense, as long as Christ typified, bears the sense of what? Of redemption. Because the animal life has blood to shed for us. Now, in the meal offering, you couldn't see any animal. What you see is altogether of the vegetable life. And the vegetable life, as far as Christ is concerned, it uh, indicates what to produce, to increase, to supply life that people may live by. No bloodshed, but the last oil anointed, mingled, and a lot of frankincense sprinkled upon the meal offering. This is a big, big difference. So we are not on the burn offering. We are on the meal offering. How to get nourished that we could have the strength to serve God. Well, Dick, in a way of review, I think we're looking at a comparison of these first two offerings in Leviticus. Both typify the Lord Jesus, but there are a lot of significant differences. Let's um, consider this matter of the blood that he mentioned. It's associated directly with the burnt offering, but there's no sign of it with the meal offering. Why is this? Well, you see, the uh, burnt offering is altogether related to the animal life and from the animal life. Only the animal life would have blood. The meal offering, of course, is made of fine flour mingled with oil, so there's no animal life involved. The burnt offering with the blood is altogether for God's food. None of the priests could partake of that portion. That was altogether for God's satisfaction. And the burnt offering typifies a life that is absolute for God and fully satisfying for God. The matter of the blood points us to the burnt offering which fully satisfies God and presents to God a life totally absolute for him. We in our daily life are not absolute for God. In fact, the more you live the Christian life, the more you're not really for God. You can never satisfy God. But there is one precious person in this universe, Jesus Christ, who is absolutely for God in every jot and tittle of his daily life. Uh And so we need him. The burnt offering shows us that God desires a life that is absolute for him. God created man 
that man would fully express him and man would be fully absolute for God. When you're really absolute for him, then you fully express him. But Romans 3.23 says, man has sinned and come short of the glory of God, meaning man is not for God, not absolute for God. So what do we need? We need Jesus. We need Christ as the burnt offering. So it's so good to identify with him and to be one with him so that God in Christ, as we experience him, is fully satisfied with a life that's absolute for him. And only in Christ are we able to express God. But the blood of the burnt offering shows us that we also need propitiation. So Christ as the burnt offering is our propitiation toward God. In other words, all our problems between us and God and God and us are solved by Christ as our burnt offering. So every time we say, oh, Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe in you. At that moment, you're laying your hands on Christ, the burnt offering, the one whose blood speaks that all your problems are solved and that only in Christ are you absolute for God and fully satisfying to God. So what a precious picture we have in Leviticus of Christ as the burnt offering and the aspect of the blood shows us not only are all our problems solved, but we have a life in Christ that satisfies God and is totally absolute for God. Whereas with the meal offering, as we'll see, the goal of the meal offering is that we would enjoy Christ as our life. The meal offering is the fine flour mingled with oil, that is the spirit, showing us that we, by eating Christ as the meal offering, can actually enjoy the divine life, enabling us to live Christ in our daily life. Like it says in Philippians, for to me to live is Christ. So the burnt offering leads us to the meal offering. We need all our problems propitiated. We need a life absolutely for God. That's Christ. And this Christ is also the meal offering that we can enjoy so that we not only are redeemed, we can also actually live a life that testifies God and our humanity is filled with divinity for the Lord's expression. I appreciate the order here as you were going through this, Dick. First, we're brought to Christ, and the first thing we see is the shed blood that solves all of our past problems. Amen. But that's not the end. That is just to bring us to the starting point of our Christian life. Amen. It really brings us or ushers us into the realm of enjoying and experiencing Christ's life. So that shows us redemption is for life. Amen. Dick, in this coming section, we're going to look more at the meal offering now. It was composed, as you said, really of three ingredients, primarily the fine flour mingled with oil, and then on God's portion, frankincense is sprinkled over it, and frankincense typifies resurrection. Nearly all of the Bible scholars through the ages identify the fine flour with the perfect and fine humanity of Christ, and of course the oil is a type of God, the Spirit. Let's go back to Witness Lee as we get into the details of the meal offering. I don't know much about the matter of whether frankincense, according to medicine, is good for eating or not. I don't know. But surely it is good for God. All the frankincense, which is part of the fine flour and part of the oil, all must be burned on the altar, signifying that a considerable portion of Christ's excellent, perfect, spirit-filled 
and resurrection saturated living is offered to God as food for his enjoyment. Christ's human living is excellent. I don't believe on this earth anyone can point out what the excellence of Christ's human living point to. The excellence of Christ's human living on this earth. What does this mean? You may say, well, they are high standard, the high, high virtue, high attributes. But I don't think this could uh, cover the real significance in the Bible concerning Christ's human living. How high is that standard? No one can tell. And we have never seen such a standard among the human race. But anyhow, you have a record of four books. That is, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In these four books, you could see such a person, different from all the others. Then, perfect. He's perfect, he's fine, he's even, he's fully balanced, he's short of nothing. And then, he is spirit-filled. In the four Gospels, you can see a man working on this earth all the time, filled with the Spirit. This part of the meal offering, including all the frankincense, is for God's food and for God's enjoyment. Dick, this is really good. If we don't understand the fine flour, all we have to do is read the four Gospels again and again, and we'll see the reality of the fine flour, won't we? That's really true. The burnt offering was exclusively for God. It was all consumed on the altar. There was no portion left over for the priest. But when we get to the meal offering, we see part for God, part for the priest. We'll come back to the part that is the priest's portion in a moment here. But let's look at the portion of the meal offering that was for God. And significantly, this part of the meal offering was sprinkled with frankincense. This matter of it being sprinkled with frankincense indicates this portion is for God. This signifies that a considerable portion of Christ's excellent, perfect, spirit-filled, and resurrection-saturated living is offered to God as food for his enjoyment. Christ's human living on earth was excellent. There's never, ever been a living like this. And our brother brought us to the four Gospels. Chris, I was just thinking again about this Christ who is so fine, signified by the fine flower, and yet he displays God. He's filled with God. He exhibits God in every part of his humanity. He's mingled with the Spirit, and he's sprinkled with the frankincense, indicating that he lives a resurrection-saturated living that God can just consume for his enjoyment. Some words that help describe the Lord Jesus in his human living is obedient, serving, no appearance of evil, and the finest personality, divinity expressed in humanity. He's fine, even, balanced. I was thinking of Matthew 4, Chris, where the Lord, as the one who's mingled with the oil, mingled with the Spirit, is led by the Spirit into the wilderness and is tempted of the devil. And the devil says, if you're the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. But the Lord turned it around to display the meal offering 
a man who was fully depending on God and expressing God even in the details of his living. Wow. He said, Satan, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out through the mouth of God. It was like a boxing match, and in round one, Satan just got knocked down by this God man. <laughs> then round two came, Satan says, okay, if you're the son of God, jump off of this high spot. The angels will catch you. And he said, Satan, you should not tempt the Lord your God. This man was not on the earth tempting God. He was testifying God. He was a man saturated with the Spirit, living a resurrection-saturated life. Surely God just consumed this living. And then lastly, Satan led the Lord to a high mountain and said, Hey, look at this whole world. You just bow down to me. The whole thing is yours. And Jesus at this point said, you should worship the Lord your God. Him only should you serve. It's like round one, two, three. After those three rounds, Satan was flattened. It's over. Because this God-man with his fine humanity was jam-packed with divinity. And even every word he spoke was full of weight. He was surely the meal offering, sprinkled with frankincense, testifying God right in the enemy's face. What does God need? He needs an expression of himself in humanity. Surely this meal offering is that expression. And God just consumes this marvelous Christ, who's the mingling of fine flour with oil sprinkled with frankincense. What a Jesus. Dick, we use this term, God-man, to describe Christ. It's a wonderful description of him. It really is the meal offering, isn't it? It, it is really the is. fine flour mingled with oil. His Amen. humanity mingled with his divinity. Amen. Every part of his humanity expresses divinity. Well, we've got uh, just a short time left. We want to come back and look at the part of the meal offering now that was the priest's portion. And that means all of us, as the New Testament priests, have an enjoyment, have a portion of the meal offering. The remainder of the meal offering for the priest signifying that we also can enjoy Christ's human living. We also can enjoy Christ's human living as our food after God's enjoyment. How could you enjoy Christ's human living? Here's a type, a value. Fine flour mingled with oil. And this picture tells us, signifies Christ's humanity. And the oil signifies the Spirit of God. And these two now are mingled up together. Here, this picture has a strong indication, the way for you and me to enjoy Christ's human living is by the Spirit. And this can be proven by John chapter 6. The Lord, he tells us that he is edible. Then the Jewish people, they didn't know what it is. Then, in the same chapter, verse 63, he says, The flesh is nothing, but the Spirit gives life. Then he goes on to say, The word I speak to you, they are the Spirit, and they are life. By this Two verses in John 6, you could see, to eat Jesus is by the Spirit. And to eat Jesus by the Spirit, you have to realize the Spirit today is what? Consolidated in the Word. So, you have to touch the Word, then 
what is consolidated or embodied with the word is the spirit. Now, you can understand to take Jesus or to eat Jesus or to enjoy Jesus, you must touch his word. When you touch his word, his spirit is here. We know. The doctors told us we will be what we eat. If we eat Jesus, we will be Jesus. We eat Jesus' human living, we will just have Jesus' human living. Spontaneously, we will be so humble as he is. We don't need to exercise anything. Spontaneously, we will be so holy as he is. This is to enjoy Jesus as our food for us to live a life that is qualified to serve God. Dick, there's a simple but very profound truth that's embodied in this uh, understanding of the meal offering, and that is the way for us to experience him in his human living, for us to have a human living that is satisfying to God and also is liberating to us, is for us to be in contact with him or to use the picture in John 6 for us to eat him. How is this possible, Dick? Or for us to eat him. Just as these words uh, were strange and hard to hear for the disciples in Jesus' day, they're also a little mystical sounding for us. What does this practically mean for us to eat him? We need to consider the context of John 6, Chris. The Lord talks about eating my flesh and drinking my blood, but he wasn't talking about cannibalism. Right. Because in verse 63, he makes it very clear, it is the Spirit who gives life. In other words, After he passed through death and resurrection, he became a life-giving spirit. Then he said, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I've spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. The whole point here is that we do have the Bible with the black and white letters. But embodied in this word is the wonderful, life-giving spirit who is just Jesus Christ himself. And the meal offering is the spirit, the oil, mingled with the fine flour, the perfect, fine, balanced, even humanity of Jesus. So every time we exercise our spirit to pray over God's Word, we touch the spirit in the Word that's consolidated in the Word, and instantly, you know what happens? All the humanity of Jesus is conveyed into our being, and we're able to continue the very human living that he lived out on this earth 2,000 years ago. When you eat him and enjoy him, then spontaneously you live because of him. John 6:57 says, he who eats me shall live because of me. So the meal offering shows we, as his believers, can be those who enjoy him by eating him. And when you eat him, and enjoy him, you spontaneously live out the same human living that he lived on this earth. If we just try to imitate Jesus, forget about it. We need to see Christ as the meal offering and realize our job is not to outwardly imitate Jesus, it's to enjoy him by eating him. That is exercising our spirit with much prayer over his word to touch the spirit, consolidated, embodied in the word right away. His humanity is conveyed to us and spontaneously becomes our living on this earth 
so that we as human beings are testifying and expressing God. Dick, that was a wonderful, concise uh, treatment of a very complicated subject, but boy, I thought that was, uh, that was marvelous. The exercise of our spirit over the Word will bring us into the experience of all that has been consolidated into this Word, won't it? Amen. That's what we need. Thank you, Dick. We've enjoyed the meal offering today. Praise the Lord for the meal offering. For Dick Taylor today, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. If you'd like to read the works of Witness Lee and Watchman Nee, just visit our website, ministrybooks.org. From there, you'll find over 600 complete titles available to read online free of charge. Witness Lee's ministry stood squarely on the shoulders of his mentor and co-worker, Watchman Nee as well as those of countless ministers of the New Testament throughout the ages. The riches contained in his life study of the Bible represent the top, the cream of his 70-plus years of ministry and range in topic from lessons for new believers to commentary and exposition on passages from every book of the Bible. But they all contain practical and deeper truths about the Christian life. Again, this wonderful online resource is available to you free of charge at ministrybooks.org. If you have questions or comments about this ministry or the program you heard today, email us, radio at lsm.org, or call us toll-free, 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Thanks for listening today.